Good morning. Australia has recorded its deadliest day of the pandemic so far. 77 people losing their lives to the virus. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is in Canberra for us this morning. Taylor, that's a staggering figure. It really is, Jodie. Good morning. And it does show the sheer scale of this Omicron outbreak. In New South Wales, 36 people died yesterday alone. In Queensland, that was 16 people died, 22 in Victoria, one in the ACT and two in South Australia. With hospitals clearly under stress as cases climb, the federal government has enacted the Private Hospitals Agreement, deploying 100,000 health staff from from private hospitals and up to 57,000 nurses to the public system. It's uh, a workforce which is skilled, planned, uh, appropriate uh, and available. And there will also be assistance available where necessary in any aged care facilities that uh, require that additional workforce. The addition of the aged care sector is also at breaking point, with hundreds of centres now facing COVID outbreaks. Thousands of staff have caught the virus, forcing them off work and into isolation, with a lack of staff, meaning care in nursing homes is declining. But despite the realities of a COVID outbreak becoming clear, it hasn't stopped rogue Liberal MP George Christensen from urging his social media followers not to vaccinate their children against COVID-19. The Prime Minister has slammed his comments as dangerous, but he is facing more pressure to pull some of his MPs into line over their COVID-19 views. Jody. OK, Taylor Aiken in Canberra, thank you. A new plan to combat staff shortages in New South Wales would see hospitality workers serving drinks without a valid RSA. The need for a liquor service certificate would be waived under the proposal, but they'd still need to be supervised by a manager. And with teachers in short supply, parents could volunteer to take their place in the classroom. The disruption may be such that a number of our schools are deemed non-operational because of the levels of absenteeism. A $1,000 fine for failing to report the results of rapid antigen tests comes into effect today. Health workers in Victoria are being told to brace for the largest hospital crisis in the state's history as a code brown is declared for the entire network. From today, workers can be called back from leave and patients will be scrutinised before they're brought into emergency departments. We could well get to over 2,500 hospitalisations and more uh, over the next few weeks. So now is the right time to implement this plan. It's hoped the measures will provide immediate relief with more than 4,000 staff off work and more than 1,000 people in hospital with the virus. Victoria's Nurses Union is calling for the military to be brought in to help. The Tongan government has now confirmed at least three people have been killed in the tsunami disaster in its first official update. Aerial pictures have emerged, our first glimpse of the destruction. Little hope. So much better. 50-year-old Angela Glover dedicated her life to animal welfare. Rescued. Thanks to his amazing family looking after him. She ran a dog rescue charity in Tonga and was swept away trying to save one. We are just shattered um, is the only word I can think to describe it. Her brother saying she'd moved there from England. She always wanted to swim with whales. That was a childhood ambition. Her husband managed to survive holding onto a tree. Angela's body was found two days later. I will miss her and I will think of her every day until the day I die. And uh, 
What can I say? These are the first pictures of the devastation on the ground from Australian and New Zealand Air Force surveillance planes. The Tongan government confirming the deaths of two others, a 65-year-old woman and a 49-year-old man. Distress signals have been detected in outlying islands. The planes unable to land with the island's main runway covered in volcanic ash. Satellite images show a similar story across the islands, the thick blanket turning colour shots to black and white. The Navy has sent HMAS Adelaide via Brisbane to assist. Australia has already pledged a million dollars in relief, but drinking water could be key. Many Tongans source their water from rain collected from rooftops, now smothered with ash. We imagine that is priority number one, actually, because of the ashfall. The view from the International Space Station breathtaking, but scientists say the eruption of gases has formed the world's biggest cloud of sulphur dioxide, with the possibility now of acid rain for the tiny island nation. On Sunday, the threat was more immediate. So I have to run for my life. With communications still weeks from being re-established, thousands of Tongans in Australia fear for their families. The Lafay family lighting a candle and saying prayers. For hope that all the families are safe out there in Tonga. Their grandmother caught in the disaster zone. She's 88 and blind. They're desperate for news. Jacinta Lee, 7 News. Tennis Australia has responded to the Djokovic visa debacle. The board conceding recent events have been a significant distraction for everyone and that it deeply regrets the impact this has had on all players. It went on to say there are always lessons to learn and it will review all aspects of preparation. The board is under pressure to explain why Novak Djokovic thought he had an exemption to enter the country. A quick check of sport now and Ashes hero Scott Boland will return to the Big Bash tonight for the Hobart Hurricanes. Last night the Hurricanes booked the last spot in the finals. The league's leading run scorer Ben McDermott fell victim to a Zach Evans screamer. Tim David smashed 46 off 20 balls to put the Hurricanes in a very handsome position. David, doesn't matter where you put them, the boundaries are not big enough when Tim David's in this mood. Despite half-centuries from Sean Marsh and Aaron Finch, the Renegades fell six runs short. They faced the Thunder tonight, Usman Khawaja returning to the Sydney captaincy. Checking Wednesday's weather now, Brisbane heading for a top of 31 degrees with a shower or two today. Sydney, a few showers, a top of 26. Canberra, 22 and cloudy. Melbourne, 27 and sunny. Hobart, partly cloudy, heading for 20. Adelaide, sunny and 30 degrees. Perth, 41 and sunny. And Darwin, 34 with a possible storm.